and welcome to the Next in Line podcast, where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the podcast. I am extremely excited. Uh, I've got a very, very highly requested guest with me today in the new studio, as you can see. Um, I'm very excited to let y'all see what we have going on here and all the cool things we're moving uh, I think this episode is going to be one that brings a lot of value to anybody that gives it a listen, uh, but especially those who are on the fence about getting into their personal development, whether it's their physical health or mental health, um, spiritual health, whatever it is that you're deciding to take on. This will be a great episode for you, or even if you're already started down that line, I think this story is going to be one that uh, really, really moves you in a positive direction. Guys, uh, make sure you're checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. That's at Next Line Development. Make sure you share the show with somebody who might get value. Um, and then also, guys, if you could, leave us a like, comment, a rating, a review, or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. That's going to help us reach a larger audience and be able to help more people uh, with that. Guys, so without any further ado, I would like to introduce you to my guest, Mr. Billy Pitts, and I hope you all enjoy the show. Hey, so welcome in to this episode of the Next Line Podcast. I'm super excited to have y'all in here in the brand new studio that we're still in the process of finishing out, but we're pretty much done with this at this point. What you see is what you get, uh, but we're pretty proud of it, and I would not want to be in here shooting my first interview in the new studio with anybody else besides who I'm sitting here with today, my dad, Mr. Billy Pitts. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank y'all for making the trip down here. And uh, they came down to help out with some stuff that we had uh, up in Central Texas. They brought it down to us. And then on top of that, just uh, just for visit and see the new house and the new studio. And everybody's been telling me I need to get you in here and talk to you. And we've been talking about doing one for a long time. So we have a little impromptu figured, why don't we sit down and throw a podcast together? So here we are. Why not? First, I want to say congratulations on the house. I know y'all been in here about a week now. I think, yep. and man, the studio is coming along very nice. The whole house, congratulations to you and Lane. Thank you. That's fantastic. Uh, big shout out to Lane for not only her help, but uh, allowing me to do these things, spend the money, spend the time, the effort, all that stuff. Um, huge deal. Couldn't have done it without her. Um, and of course, y'all's inspiration. I stole the idea for the office a little bit from yours and uh, some other things, but here we are. Now I'm Super excited to have you on here. I think we got some cool stuff to, to dive into. For sure, for sure. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, a big part of my inspiration for going down this path of personal development has come from Mr. Billy Pitts here, my dad. Um, he started a little bit earlier than I did, um, but since then we've done a lot of pushing and pulling for each other to motivate and inspire each other to go and do some crazy stuff. So with that really, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, who is Billy Pitts, what do you do? What all is going on in your life, your crazy busy life? Oh, man. You know, I thought when I got older, things were going to slow down and <laughs> get more laid back. But I think I just do more, and and, and, and I enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, you know, I'm 52 years old. Um, I play in a Czech-slash-country band back home. Um, been doing that now and just enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, I'm into physical fitness uh, enjoy working out, enjoy helping people work out and helping, uh, show people what they can do to achieve their goals. 
I'm on the school board, been there for, uh, I don't know, 12 plus years now. Um, they're in a the small community of West Valley where I'm from. And um, I'm on, been involved with Go Texan, just uh, umpiring, just whatever. <laughs> A little bit of everything. Seems so. like whatever you can get your get your hands on and get involved in to help out with the community, you're pretty much on deck, diving in. Oh, yeah, and maintaining a full-time job on top of that, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun stuff, and, and that's kind of crazy, right? We we started doing all these things and, and diving into this stuff, and ultra running, like you've been doing, too, you, you've been taking on some ultra marathons. That's no easy thing to dive into training schedule-wise. No, no, it definitely takes some time and some commitment to do that, and uh, it's one, it's something I never thought I would get involved in. But uh, you've inspired me to, to go that direction, and I uh, really have enjoyed the heck out of it. Oh, it. Ultra running has been a teacher like no other for me, and I've loved to see what it's done for you as well, and the impact it's had in your life just from our previous conversations and the things we've done. Um, but man. I, you touched on it a little bit with helping others. I know that's a huge passion that we both share mutually. Um, tell me a little bit and tell us a little bit about the Westphalia Fitness Center that has come about. Uh, we jokingly say Westphalia Fitness Center, um, but I'll let you fill in the details a little bit on that one. Well, it was kind of early on in my journey of getting into shape, you know. Um, I kind of had been into it a year and a half or so and then all of a sudden COVID hit and gyms shut down and things like that so I set up a home gym started working out had converted uh, one of the one of the extra rooms in the house to a gym and uh, a buddy started coming over and we were working out pretty steadily and uh, it just kind of grew from there and uh, have a little uh, shop out back and so kind of took over about half of that shop and and uh, laid out a gym got some more equipment in there and just been hitting it and and just uh, really started to see some nice gains and transformations and uh, and really how I felt and how I looked. So uh, it, it was outstanding. And so now it's grown into more things. More people are asking me, well, what do you do? How do you do that? Um, and so I've got probably about eight people coming in now <laughs> using the gym total, um, some friends and uh, family as well, you know, and just trying to, trying to better themselves, you know. it's uh, What I like to see is it's growing. People like to uh, – People start asking, well, you've been doing this for a while now, and uh, I like what I'm seeing. Uh, teach me a little bit. So it's kind of growing from there, and it's, it's, it's really phenomenal to see. And that's all. I, that's all I, Like you say, I've got, the, I've got the heart of somebody that likes to just see people do well and, and, and see people do, you know, do good things and um, help people out. And so uh, whenever, whenever I can do that, it just, it, it just is phenomenal. So. See, that's cool. And it's kind of a, a testament to that – heart of giving that you just talked about uh the fact that you've got eight people coming over and just using your gym equipment whenever i know they're coming over when you're not there um just all the time trying to get better and the fact that you're inspiring those people to do so you're opening up your land your home your gym whatever you want to call it um and in giving your time to help out with any questions they have so with with that said, though, and, and you hinted to the fact that you've been doing this a little while, when did your journey start? You said you're 52 now, right? Right. So when does that journey start for you? Man, probably when I was about 47, 48, somewhere in there. Um, uh, really just uh, way overweight. I was probably 60 pounds heavier, just out of shape. Felt like doing absolutely nothing when I got home every day. Yep. sit on the couch eat a bag of chips whatever and just 
watch TV, and then go to bed, do it all over again. And um, really, uh, the several little triggers, you know, happened. But um, one day going up the stairs, you know, talking to a coworker on the phone and uh, go up the stairs to get to my laptop. And um, I'm breathing real hard. I didn't even know it. And he was like, you all right? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just going up the stairs. He said, well, I thought you were running or something. I was like, no. And, uh, you know. <laughs> That was one of those aha moments, but, you know, it kind of got my attention. And, uh, you know, I just uh, honestly just got tired of tired of feeling bad. Yeah. Just tired of not, not feeling well, you know. And, and I was like, is this what I have left to look forward to in my life, you know. Yeah, you start seeing some of those, not, not to pick on anybody or call anybody out, you start seeing some of those images of, like, not being able to drag yourself out of the couch, having to take a bunch of pills all the time. Um, just basically medicating yourself into being able to live a life. Right. And I, I, like I said, not being a bully or mean to anybody that does that because everybody's welcome to live their life, how they want to live and enjoy life, how they want to live it. Um, but that's, it sounds like you and I kind of had a similar thing where you decide that's not what you want. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, you know, we all have choices and I kind of decided like if I'm going to put things in my body and do things to my body, I want it to be things that I want to do to my body and put in my body, you know. And so to take myself down a positive channel, that way I'm not having to be prescribed a bunch of things that I don't really want in my body. So that's kind of was my outlook. Uh, part of the reason, there, like I said, there's there's always a ton of little reasons that come together that really lead to the big picture. And and um, it really got me going, got me motivated to, to get started and make a difference, you know. Absolutely. No, uh, and that's... See, that's really inspirational for, I think, for a lot of people to hear because you, back in high school, you played several sports, you ran cross country, you did some things, but you never had a, a history of being some kind of crazy endurance athlete or some no. over-the-top stud performer in the athletic world, right? No, it's just your average, your average jock, your average kid, you know, just trying to find his way, you know, and... Uh, I got involved in all different kind of things, you know, running cross country, didn't particularly like it, lifted weights, didn't care for that either. I was just a scrawny, skinny kid back then, you know, and there really wasn't any kind of structure around any of that for me back then. Uh, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a football player. I mean, I, mean, I was, you know, played basketball, ran track, ran cross country, pretty active and all, but just none of that seemed to really appeal to me back then. So. Sure. Sure, and so I know you alluded to the fact that I started running was a little bit of a drag for you, but not being someone that came from that kind of athletic background or endurance sports background or loving anything like that, it sounded like you just kind of you did it as something to do. Kind um, of living in a small town, you look for things to do to occupy your time and things like that. But um, how in the world did ultra running be and end up being something that you now are actively doing and enjoy as a – 52 year old out of nowhere out of the blue what and i don't know you know i never would have thought because i used to look at people that ran marathons and think like man those guys are crazy why in the heck would you run that far yeah. you know and then um and now we're we're the ones getting called crazy <laughs> yeah yeah you know I, you know things get your like i say things like little little things get your attention over time you know and I remember my uh, brother-in-law, Robert Reese, running uh, a marathon for the first time. And I was like, I thought he was crazy for doing that. Yeah. And then he did it, and I was like, oh, okay. But you start seeing these different things and little signs, and you're like, 
okay, maybe I can do this, you know. And um, when you started running and I saw the dramatic change it made in you, I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try it, you know. And uh, quickly began uh, to understand it and fall in love with it. So, Absolutely. And when, when you say a change you saw in me, what, what exactly are you talking about that change that you saw? Are you talking about a physical change? Are you talking about a mental shift? What a All of the above. All of the above? Yeah, okay. really. It's a, it's a package. It's, it's you know, uh, yes, certainly it was physical, um, and, you know, between you, you getting in shape, losing weight, putting on muscle, you know, and, and being able to run like I remember you being able to run when you were a youngster. And then uh, just to see, though, the mental, positive mental outlook you started to have uh, on life. I mean, you already had some of that anyway, but you really started to focus on that and pull that out. And I was like, you started to advance quickly in your career as well. So it led into a lot of different avenues in your life. You're uh, married a wonderful young lady and just, I mean, you start, everything started coming together for you, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the power of, of positive thinking and being motivated, you know. All those things coming together make everything work. Absolutely. No, and I, I, I appreciate you saying saying all that. And, I mean, I think it, it did play a really positive role getting into the endurance and running um, and just – but I, I think it was kind of, a like you said, all of the above thing, right? It it was one aspect. It really started as a physical thing for me. Um, you said your your trigger moment was going up the stairs and huffing and puffing, and that coworker kind of um, basically embarrassing you a little bit he without did. knowing. Oh, and I and I knew for years that I needed to get in shape. I knew I sat there and look, you, you get out of the shower, you look at yourself, and say, man, starting to gain weight. That belly's getting bigger. You know, <laughs> just I mean gonna have to buy some bigger pants you and <laughs> all of that stuff and you know in the back of your mind i really should get in shape but you just ah, i'll do it later or i don't have time was my biggest you know my yeah. biggest crutch i guess or excuse or whatever you want to call it but absolutely and the uh, the thing yeah the tipping point for me with that too was the similar like looking in the bathroom mirror i think it happened to me one day after we went out drinking really heavily and i woke up and i was that was back when i was about 230 pounds um so really about 60 pounds heavier than i am now maybe 65 um and i woke up and i felt like crap looked like crap turned around looked in the mirror in the bathroom and just I've had a realization, like, I don't, I don't know what it was. I had this, this misconception of what I was. I, I always felt like this guy that had his stuff together and in shape, and then in that one moment realized, like, oof, okay, it's not there. That's not what this is anymore. And that's kind of the flip, the switch that flipped in my head, too. So I had a very similar incident mm-hmm. where it started down the path. And honestly, development didn't start right there. Uh, I think the mindset shift started, but then it took a little while for me to get into the swing of things and in the process. Oh, that's, that's natural. And that's, that's what happened to me. A little trigger started going off like that coworker kind of giving me crap about being out of breath. And then, and then you start seeing other people doing things and then you, you see yourself in the mirror and, and you know, my, for me too, also was going to the doctor and he's like, well, your blood pressure is getting a little up there. We may have to start starting you on some, you know, blood pressure medicine, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, little little things popping up, a little blockage going on in your arteries here. Oh, oh okay. You know, the little things that get your attention, that get you thinking. And, uh, you know, you put things off and put them off and put them off. So, uh, finally, enough thing comes, comes together to get your attention to say, hey, 
you better do something about this or you're going to continue down this path and it's not a good path absolutely yeah and that's that's actually a cool thing that we've talked about a couple of times too is just the uh, the things you think about the things that you had to take medicine for in the past whether it was really acid reflux i know that's probably something that's still a little bit prevalent but mm-hmm. not near like it was right um like sleep apnea things like that oh yeah threw that machine away yeah it, it's amazing and i heard somebody say it the other day so it's an original thought but it's like it's amazing what you can do whenever you're sleeping and you don't have like 30 pounds of extra weight pushing down on your chest, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just, I'm, it's been a night and day difference for me health-wise, and I know it has for you too. I don't know if there's anything else besides those couple things that have that you've noticed that have just been health benefits right off the bat from, from getting in shape and anything like that. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, like that whole, uh, like, strap a sack of feet on your belly and go walk around all day long people are i ain't doing that well that's what you're doing yeah you just put it on over time you don't realize it but um but yeah um just um just kind of getting yourself uh past that start phase you know and just doing it and getting going is it makes a huge difference huge difference in uh, just your outlook on life just everything it just gets you going down that right path it it does and Man, you touched on it just a little bit ago, but I think it's something that's worth uh, worth having a conversation about just because the impact it's had in our lives. Uh, you touched on doing hard things uh, whenever we were talking about the ultramarathon stuff, and one of the things that we've both done that is hard um, is completing 75 hard, which is, for those of y'all that don't know, we've talked about it a million times, but it's uh, drinking a gallon of water, taking a picture every single day, reading 10 pages, two workouts. One of them has to be outdoors, 45 minutes a piece. They have to be separate from each other. You have to follow a diet to a T, no alcohol, no cheat meals. Am I missing anything? No, I think that's pretty much it. You got to take the self photo too. Yep, you got to take a photo. And if you miss any of those things, you got to start over on day one. The goal is to make it 75 days with doing those. And it's really meant to jumpstart your life in a positive direction to create mental discipline, mental toughness. Right. And it's done that for me, uh, especially. And I know your experience with 75 Hard has been, was kind of a tough road. Do you mind telling the listeners, maybe anybody who's in the process, who's done or who's thinking about 75 Hard might be able to relate to this. Do you mind sharing your story? No, not at all. Not at all. There. There is no complete roadmap that works for everybody, so that's something I always like to say. But you know, my first experience was I jumped right in, and I said, "Well, he's chances doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out." And but I didn't I didn't I went in about ten days. I didn't go all in. I didn't feel like I deserved to to have credit for those ten days, so I backed off. I actually did something very very similar when I started too. So yeah, I'm glad you said I wanted that. to have the right mindset because seventy five hard is a lot about mindset. You, it, it, you know discipline and mindset and uh, so uh, I tried it again and um, ended up getting a stomach virus and uh, I quit during that stomach virus and um, didn't have the willpower to keep going and so I waited a while and I did it again and this time I even went through COVID and everything and I did not I, I, I stayed true to it did everything I got to like day 73 or so and I forgot to take my photo you forgot to snap a picture on day 73 of 75 hard i woke i remember waking up that next morning and i and the reality hit me and i was like no 
And I, I had to double check my phone like three times. I was like, oh, man, because you have an app that you keep up with and you track everything on. And I sure didn't. I didn't take my photo. Well, I finished it out anyway. Just I was so close. I had to finish it out. But I couldn't take credit for it. Couldn't yeah. take credit for it. So gave myself a little downtime, a uh, few days to kind of, you know, regroup and then went back at it again. And this next time, you know, I made it all the way through. Um, so it was it was not smooth sailing. It was tough, but, you know, I learned a lot from it, and uh, it taught me a lot. It taught me that uh, I can – it taught me a lot about self-discipline. It taught me that I can do hard things. Um, you know, some people are like, well, it's, you know, it's just a couple of exercises and drinking some water and falling. Yeah. But you do all of those things for 75 days straight, and you do it wholeheartedly. You, you don't you don't just kind of half-ass it. You go do it wholeheartedly. You you go through the process, and um, you know when you do things for that long. Part of the reason you do it for more than you know seventy-five days is is how you make something a habit. Absolutely, and so it teaches you how to be self-disciplined and how to take care of yourself. And being self-disciplined and and taking care of yourself is like the first step in growth, in in my opinion, and and bettering yourself. And so it was a, it was a tough thing, but, uh, that really got me going mentally, uh, and it led into a lot of other things, you know? Absolutely. So. And I, I think that that story of you doing it multiple times is a beautiful picture of kind of progression and where you can end up whenever you really aspire to do something and you make yourself disciplined. Cause I mean, it paints the picture really good for development. You start initially and you get the stomach bug and you decide, ah, I'm, I'm going to opt out. And then the next time you're like a little bit tougher and, and you decide, no, I'm going to push through even COVID um, and keep doing it. And then you right at the, right at the end, you have a little bit of a slip up, maybe take your eye off the ball. A little bit, and uh, I actually remember your reaction when you did that, when you called me. I think you had processed it, and you had gotten your uh, upsetness out of the way, and when you called me, you just, the thing you said was, I wasn't ready. I just, I wasn't ready to finish it. I was going to bring that up. I said, the old me would have, would have, you know, early on, like they got the stomach bug, oh, I'm done. You yep. know, just don't have that willpower, and then that's what I told you, yeah, when I didn't take that photo, I just wasn't ready. And it wasn't that, my time yet, so that's a freaking beautiful way to look at that. It really is. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it was a. Some people can jump in and like you did. You know, you had that first ten days or whatever, and then you got back on and just knocked it out of the park. And some people are made that way. And <laughs> to me, you know, maybe it's because I'm an older dog or something, and it took a little bit more out of me, but to make it happen. But we got there, and uh, um, it, it taught me a lot. It, it's helped me going forward with all aspects of everything that I'm involved in now. You know, Absolutely. From the, from the job to the family to everything. So it's just changed me a lot. That's that's phenomenal. I know I know it's created a bit of a shockwave in the form of development, kind of through our friends group and our networks. I, I counted it up the other day. There's over a couple dozen people that have taken on and completed or – attempted to do 75 hard just from you and I. Oh, yeah, right? there's some that are doing it right now. Yeah, yeah right now. And, yeah. And, and there's even there's other people that, like, not just with 75 hard, but um, you talked about it earlier, but the, the inspiration just as a group of the ultra running and everything, there's people, uh, Joe just 
messaged uh, he took on his first 50k congratulations to him for finishing that too absolutely um, that's huge out of the blue uh, he decided to sign up for one and, and run it and just killed that thing yeah so he's he's excited to do another one now so i mean he's already got the he's got the little bug going on got the itch now so that's exciting we're out to see if we can uh, line something up and run together somewhere so that'd be pretty cool absolutely and it's it's been just for me and i know for you as well it's it's a phenomenal thing to be able to influence others to do awesome things and that's what we're doing here um that's what you're doing there and uh I mean, with with the West Valley Fitness Center and all that, and I think it's even more inspiring too that you were willing to take on these changes in, at the point of your life that you were forty seven, forty eight years old. You decided to dive into these things, and and looking right now at fifty two, there's really no slowing down. Um, you're taking on all kinds of things, and and we touched on a little bit the ultra running, but you've got some big things down down the pipe. Um, with, with the ultra running, I, I want to get into it a little bit and kind of progress towards those bigger things you got going. But the first ultra run that you did, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Just uh, how that all went down? How I guess what what caused you to sign up for it, how it went, um, kind of where you went from there and where you're heading. Well, I read David Goggins' book. <laughs> that'll That'll do it. <laughs> And I thought, what the heck, I'm just going to sign up for this thing. You know, I've been running out there on the trails at this place, and uh, I saw him post a sign-up that said, hey, we're going to have a we're gonna have a race out here. And uh, I think it was a 10K, a 20K, or a 50K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really want to just do a 20K. 50K seems like a pretty long race, but I'll do it. And so, so I signed up for it. But um, And that was a brutal race, to be honest. It was a – 3,500 feet or so of elevation change in that race. Uh, it was uh, it was really tough. Ended up being 33 miles instead of the traditional 31 for a 50K? Something like that because they had had a little fire or something out there uh, the week prior, so they had to reroute some of the course. But, uh, but yeah, um, the ups and downs out there in the hills were, were brutal. Plus, I just did not know what I was doing, to be honest, flat-out honest. I'd run some, but – um, I got out there and I took off. I think uh, I was I was in the top fifteen. I know when I took off, and I had no <laughs> business being there. <laughs> Absolutely, no. I, I actually ended up running that race too very quickly after my first ultra marathon. Way too quick, actually. Yes, you did. And uh, I crashed and burned because of how technical and how difficult that run was as well. And uh, I actually ended up hurting my knee and kind of hobbling around for the last. I don't know, like 15 miles or something like that of the race. It was brutal. But the that course was no joke. It was no joke. To see you hobbling in with a – you had made you a walking stick out of a cedar <laughs> – piece of cedar tree or something, and you was hobbling in, and to see that was phenomenal. But uh, that race was tough for me. I, I Like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. Took off too fast, hit the wall, cramp. It was just miserable. Yeah. And um, – but the biggest thing to me, you know, um, you know, listening to positive motivational stuff, you know, going through 75 hard, you know, going through some of that stuff, I was like, I'm going to finish this thing. Absolutely. And you did. Uh, I finished it. it. It was it was a long, long day and yeah. it was brutal. <laughs> it but, was. Uh, but I finished it. You know, there was there was definitely you get all kind of things run through your head when you're doing a race like that. You think about uh 
I could just be eating a burger somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I out here? And then you get to a point you're like, I've already covered two thirds of this thing. I might as well finish it. Yeah. And I might as well get that check mark on this thing. So that was my mindset. I just, I was the last, I think I was the last finisher that day, to be honest. Yeah. There was a lot of people that dropped out of that race because of there how was. tough it was. It was a tough race, but I, I, I definitely wanted to finish it and I did. And, uh, it was, uh, that right there, you know, of course, I think I had, I had holding back some tears on that Yeah, because <laughs> it was tough, but, uh, that taught me a lot, you know, finishing that race taught me a lot. It opened my eyes to a lot of things. And, you know, almost, almost immediately I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to really work at this and train and I'm going to do another one. Absolutely. I wasn't yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. I'm not doing it anymore now. <laughs> I was like, all right, we made it through that. What else can we do? So that's kind of, it, it was, it was just another stepping stone really. See, and that's, that's pretty cool. And I, I had a very similar experience whenever I finished my first one. I was overcome with emotion and just, it does, it, it unlocks a door, right? If mm -hmm. that makes sense. And, and what I mean by that is it just, it shows you what you're capable of and in a way that, that when your back's against the wall and there's no other choice but to force yourself through something that is not fun, is brutal. And Absolutely. Nobody's coming out there to help you. No, nobody get, can. You're not going to get any ride. Nobody can help you. But yeah. it's, 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 a, it's an individual thing. It's a, it's a willpower thing. It's you got to be determined to finish that thing. And it's a, it's a gut check. So it really is. Well, going from that, that absolute slugfest and knockdown drag out of a first ultramarathon experience, uh, you then decided to run the 50 miler at Brazos Bend 50 whenever I ran my 100K over in Needville back at April 9th. That's right. That's right. And uh, why don't you share that story a little bit? I think that was a little bit different of a different of a race for you. It was. I had a little little more insight on preparation so i was a little bit more prepared for that race and plus i went a little more conservative in the front end <laughs> there you go and so um had my nutrition a little more on point as well mm -hmm. and uh you know kept my heart rate in more of a comfortable zone and uh, really i mean it still took me a while to get that 50 miles down but uh after it was over i felt like i could have kept going yeah, you know, I, I was tired. I'm not gonna lie, I was tired, but I felt like I could have kept going. The body was, you know, kind of aching and all that, but um, everything was still going well. Not unlike, unlike my first, you know, 50k, but this 50 miler was was really good, and it was a, it was a big learning experience for me. So, you know, now I'm ready to do another one. I want to take on another one, but I need I need to take what I learned from both of those races, combine it and go out a little harder on another one and see if I can pull some time down and uh, be a little more competitive. And that mainly for me, for any, I'm not worried about winning anything in particular. I just want to see how well I can do, how much I can learn, how far I can push my, my old 52 year old body. <laughs> so. Absolutely. And I, I mean, so between those two, between those two races, uh, obviously a 50 miler and a 33 miler, um, a lot of similarities, but definitely harder to run that 50 miler out there stretching that distance out. Um, and, and that 50 miler went way better for you. What do you think was, I know you, you alluded to preparation, but what does that really look like? What was the difference in, in 
being ready for that 50 miler versus having to just grit and grind through that 33 miler it was it was preparation and training but it was also being stronger mentally okay you know uh, yeah being more disciplined being uh knowing there was no doubt in my mind i was going to run that 50 miles yep. you know on that 50k i didn't know for sure I was, there was some doubts that crept crept in multiple times throughout that race but on that 50 mile there was no doubt there was no doubt i was going to finish uh, not at all i mean my leg would have had to have broken or something <laughs> and i probably still would have tried to finish it but i just you know I, I knew that i could do it and i was bound and determined to do it so um that that was just another growing path for me you know another another step in the in the ultra marathon world i guess so yeah no, I, I know exactly what you mean. And I, similar to that experience, I said that at my 100-miler, the first lap going around with Mr. Corey Mitchell, I think I mentioned it on the last podcast too, but it's just I, I will die before they drag me off of this, and they will drag me off this course before I choose to not finish this thing. Uh was kind of the mindset, and that made all the difference. Oh, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. You have to have that mindset. You really do. Yeah, uh, Chad calls it taking quitting off the table. Chad Wright. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge. It's a whole whole mindset or mindset and perspective shift. Oh yeah. Yep. Take quitting off the table, don't die in a chair, all that stuff he likes to say. It's a that's a really good podcast for anybody interested in in some good podcasts. Three of seven podcast. Absolutely. Well let's talk about that a little bit too. As as a guy that's uh at the point that you are in, in your life, I, I obviously I'm a younger guy, I like to consume some different content, some stuff that gets me fired up and ready to go. But where do you get some of your information, some of your uh your motivation, inspiration to dive into things, whether it's books, podcasts, uh other avenues? What do you like? Oh man, I listen I listen to a lot of podcasts. Probably daily. Daily I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um you know, um Nick Bear, BPN. Absolutely. Out of Georgetown, Texas. Um, he inspires me a lot. This guy is, um, you know, bodybuilder turned uh, uh, triathlon athlete, uh, then went into ultra running, has his own brand of supplements that he's got on the market that are really great. Uh, he's just a positive, motivational kind of guy. He just He just does things. He does things to inspire you. And uh, three of seven, those guys are great. You know, had the pleasure of going and watching you run your first uh, ultra marathon at their 50K last year. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. Those guys are great. They Yeah, they have a great message. Uh, Andrew Fasilla, um, of course, with the 75 hard and the first form group, those guys are fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, send a great message. Uh Shoot, there's so many good ones out there, and books. I mean, uh, Born to Run was was a great book. I mean, some of the uh, yeah, a lot of the podcasts and the books. Um, uh, man, I'm going blank. Uh, Let's see, uh, oh, Jocko's books. That's I know that's it. one we both oh, mutually absolutely. like. Absolutely, absolutely. That was that's some really good read right there, and the podcast is great. Uh, sends a really good his really good positive message. There's so many of them out there. It's just a uh, you know, David Goggins has a great book. He does. A great story. Um, I just really, really tear into some of that stuff right there for my daily kind of get going. I mean, I probably put one of those on first thing in the morning usually, listen to somebody on there. 
you know, oh, Joe Rogan has some good positive people he, on there as well. He uh, does. There's there's too many to even name. I know I'm forgetting some really good ones, but, uh, you know, of course, I look forward to yours for sure when they come out. I appreciate I'm that. I'm a little biased <laughs> on that maybe, but, you know. Maybe uh, just a little. <laughs> maybe, but, uh, yeah, and then, you know, uh, that 75 hard got me into reading for one thing. You know, I, I didn't ever – never cared for reading a whole lot but uh when you're reading 10 pages a day on that you know you sit down the next thing you know it done read 20 you know you get Absolutely. into some really good positive books and uh, uh that's a good thing so uh all that kind of stuff just kind of it leads itself to keeping me going and motivating me every day to do some good stuff so that yeah no i completely agree i i think we we probably consume a lot of the same same stuff um of course tim grover's books as well mm. um those are phenomenal i think uh, relentless and winning oh yeah um both of those are great books phenomenal books um i got a mess of them over here behind me four agreements by don miguel oh, who is good. too yep. um just books that I, I like to consume stuff that helps me give a kind of better approach and better mindset to everything that i'm taking on um and you mentioned the power of positivity um, that's, that's been so huge in my life. You, like you said, with the running and all that has really created a positive outlook and created a very positive narrative in my life. Just an overall, um, bubble that surrounds everything. This, this positive sphere around me. Well, it bleeds into everything else you do. You know, it you're does. daily taking, I mean, these days doing the work we do, you, you're multitasking all day long. You got so many things going on and if you had a negative outlook on that, it would just, it would make it terrible. So yeah, keep that positive mindset when you're doing that, just when you're dealing with maybe something at home, you know, with your family, you know, of course, when you're working out and you're running and all that, but it bleeds into all other areas. Maybe you're going to school and you're trying to, you know, get that degree you didn't finish up, you know, all that kind of stuff. If you do it with a positive mindset, it just makes, it makes life so much better, so much easier it it really does it does and i i don't know i'm i'm a little bit biased and a huge advocate for it but i i can't help but but just tell you how much having a good diet having a good amount of physical activity and building confidence through those things and becoming healthier just overall just whether it's and, and it's not even it's not even the necessarily the healthier side of it right becoming happier Yes. Right. Finding yes. sustainability and finding a place where you can enjoy the things that you are doing in your life and enjoy your life, your family, yeah. your friends, your career. Absolutely. And, I mean, you've, is that over your, I guess, I say your development for five years now. I know it started probably before that even, but over the past five years, has that been a pretty contagious thing throughout your life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that you touched on a little bit about, um, being happier and that was one of the big trigger things for me is is um you know I, I wasn't happy with how I felt I wasn't happy being tired all the time and uh I just wanted to I wanted to feel good yeah I wanted to feel and as I got older you know you'll get there someday but as you get <laughs> older you start to think about man you know the quality of my life is very important it is I've only got x amount of years left do I want to spend them feeling bad, no energy, feeling like crap? Or do I want to spend them 
you know, going and doing things, feeling feeling like a 20-something-year-old or whatever, a 30-something-year-old like I used to feel. Don't want to have moments of that and go out there and, you know, as some people say, come sliding in sideways with four ball tires when I hit the, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, don't want to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I want to do, you know. You know, um, and I've told, you know, like you were saying earlier, I'd rather die on this trail than, you know, not finish this race. But, um I'd rather I'd rather die in the woods running than I would die in a in a recliner because I just felt like crapola all day long. Yeah, and that's just me, you know. And to each everybody's got to make up their own mind what they want to do, but uh, that's just how I feel about it, you know. I agree. I agree. And one thing, uh, one thing you you talked about just the overall, like the the happiness and the quality of the experiences that you were having and you're wanting to have just a more positive experience, but even, even the overall, just the, the quality of each time you get to do something, each experience that you get to have. I think Jesse Isler uh, brought it up whenever he talks about, you know, like if you, if you've got grandparents, for instance, and your grandparents are only going to have about 10 more years left to, to live and you see them twice a year, that means you only have 20 more times to see them. You have 20 more times to have a positive and enjoyable experience with them. So make the absolute most of it. And I think that this whole entire, speaking for myself, but of course I'm, I'm sure you can see it too, just this entire journey has taught me that in so many ways. Like I, I really appreciate the conversations that me and you are able to sit down and have now as opposed to the ones that we were having prior to these experiences right absolutely i mean uh i i heard that uh, jesse isler uh what you're talking about i've listened to that as well and it does it does it gets your attention you're like it gets you really thinking when you start putting it into numbers like that you're like wow and it gets you to open your eyes about a lot of things in life that you whether whatever it may be whether it's visiting your parents or whether it's going and going and seeing different parts of the country whatever it may be you want to do you know you know i'm only going to have so many opportunities to have quality moments with my wife or whatever it may be you know do i make the most of those times you know so it's it gets you it gets you thinking about a lot of things you like, know. it'll completely change the kind of person you bring into a situation I'm talking about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. The the version of you that you bring into that that yeah. situation and scenario, it'll change it. Oh yeah. And man, that's that's phenomenal. And I it it's really cool. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate the relationship that we formed over this past little bit. It's in a lot of ways, I mean, you'll always be my dad. You'll always have that relationship and that respect, but it's yeah, this past couple of years is it has turned into a friendship more than more than anything, and I I truly I hope you know how much I appreciate that. Well, same here. It had you know you always hope that someday you know you can get through the whole uh, teaching your kids and disciplining them and all that kind of stuff, and later on you can come come to become real good friends and all that and uh, enjoy your time together. And I, I really am grateful that we've been able to do that and bond. Uh, um, a lot of it's been over, you know, changing our lives for the better and being positive and, you know, of course, the, the ultra running and the weightlifting as well. But um, just 
just pumping each other up in a positive way. You know, sometimes for streaks there every day for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. uh it's been a huge positive in my life and it's made a huge difference. And like you say, uh, on the outlook of everything, the outlook of everything, you know, just whether it be a chore I got to do or whatever, it just changes everything, you know? Absolutely. You know? And, and I, man, I know the past five years have been crazy for you and it's been crazy to see as your son. And you always hear dads talking about their sons or, or their daughters or whoever, um, and just being proud of what they've been able to accomplish. But even before that, just the life that you and mom have built and the progress that y'all have made has been just nothing short of inspiring to be privy to, to be able to witness. And I think that that some of the biggest things that people don't see is that that journey started a long time ago. You've always had this drive within you to get better things to to move your life in a more positive direction it started i mean back before me and ty were even born you're living in section eight housing and temple government housing yeah and it just a rough life and then moving into a 70s model single wide trailer with holes in the floor all kinds of issues the old tin can um and then i think whenever we moved out of the thing we sold it for like two thousand dollars or something it was it was yeah. rough. If that, yeah. And, and you worked incredibly hard to, to work through promotions and positions to get to a better spot, to management, um, so that you could help build dream home for mom and move us into a great place. And just beyond that, even sacrificing and, and always giving my brother Ty and I the things that we needed to be successful in life, whether it was sports, like baseball, that we committed so much time to. Um, or even just in school and, and the extracurriculars and all those things. And I, I can't tell you how grateful we are for those things. But even more than that, just how inspiring that's been to be a part of that. Like we moved to Westphalia and we were somewhat outcast, right? It was a tight-knit community, and that's the way they are. Like that's not that's not talking crap to anybody. It's a small-town USA there. It, it is, and and just it was, it was such a tight-knit community that didn't, care for outsiders nobody ever does anything that's different kind of scares everybody and we were (laughs) the part asian family that moved into the house nobody wanted down there and and had to learn how to gel and just seeing you go from being one of these outsiders the the black sheep if you will to now you're you've been on the school board for over a decade you're involved in the go and you umpire, you help out with everything in the community and you serve everyone. And now you're even helping train people and helping coach people up on their physical fitness and health and opening your home and your gym. It's your journey and your path has been nothing but inspirational. And I thank you for allowing me to experience that. Wow. Well, I, I appreciate you saying all that. I never really thought of it as anything spectacular or special i just i just think of it as the way you're supposed to be yeah. if that makes sense no and that's amazing so it is. uh you know um yeah yeah we 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 struggled when we first you know got married young and uh, you know pulling ourselves up you know and uh, getting some things going it took a while you know and uh just uh till all the way now you know uh, to see to see where we are now, it's really a big positive, and um, I don't know. You don't even think about it, 
you know you don't yeah. even think about it until you're there and you look back like you're saying and like wow but um i just thought that's something you're supposed to do so <laughs> <laughs> no and it's it's insane i i can only imagine now that you've gone through this transformation these past five years or whatever it is what's on the horizon for you and for mom and and what's going to become of y'all's lives just because it it's always been this crazy drive there like i said and now it's i think i think this last few years have helped me realize more of the i always had the 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 giver's heart or to want to help people kind of heart and then i've always had a drive there i just didn't know how to harness some of that and i think some going through some of these things you know, those past few years and experiencing some of these things with you has helped me kind of harness a little bit of that stuff and and get things pointed in a in a in a more proper direction. I think you know, and maybe a more focused direction. I guess so. Absolutely. Um, yeah, um, I really uh, um, I really am enjoying uh, helping people. You know, like uh, you know, getting into physical fitness and. Uh, and learning the different things uh, to improve their diets and things like that and just having a positive mindset and and uh yeah i'm probably going to pursue you know the gym thing a little bit maybe being a personal trainer getting certified up on that kind of stuff and uh yeah uh, keep pushing that direction and um you know i want to run another ultra before the end of the year i'm not sure the distance yet trying to pick some pick some dates around some of the uh, uh, band gig times that yeah. got laid out as yeah. well it can be a chore but uh, next year definitely one early in the year I'd like to run a hundred miler and then uh, I've been eyeballing a 200 miler maybe <laughs> the end of the next year so we'll see what happens if the old hips will hold up and everything we might do something like that but um, I, cool. I don't know what the limit is but I want to find it what <laughs> Either I, I feel the same exact way, and no matter what you want to do, I, you you know I'm here to pace to crew whatever I got to do. If I got to drive the van down the road to meet you down, well, on same your, here. Your same runs, here. I'm here for it. And that that's that's the awesome part of of this whole deal is that we're able to do that for each other, and I I love it. I really do. And I I got a couple more questions that I ask everybody at the end of the interviews, and I'm not going to let you get away without them. Um, all right, all right. And I think you kind of alluded to one of them already um but we'll go ahead and start with the prior one to that and that is what is one thing that whenever you started this whole development process this whole journey i guess five years ago whenever you started this what is something you wish somebody would have told you or something you would have known back then that would have made your journey just that much easier and i think really just just do it just do it. The old Nike logo. Yeah. <laughs> if I would have just, if I would have just committed and just done it, you know, because I was thinking for years about getting into shape, about changing my diet, everything. If I would have just done it, instead yeah. of making twenty excuses all the time, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll get started tomorrow. I don't have time. If I oh, would have just yeah. done it, well, set your alarm clock a little earlier, or whatever, or. Even if it's only 30 minutes, if I would have just done it, it would have got me over the hump and I could have started achieving some of these things earlier in life instead of waiting till later. That's that's kind of what I wish I would, you know, would have known back then. You know, I put it off for years and years. That's that's some of the best advice. And I've heard it even put as it it doesn't matter if you know which direction to go. Just go. 
Yes. If you figure out that's the wrong direction, correct course and go again. Yeah, yeah. Right? You got to make progress and go somewhere. If you don't do anything, you're not going to get anywhere. So just make progress. Just take a step that direction. And like you say, if you got to adjust, okay, adjust, but keep making a positive move. And next thing you know, you're going to be like, you know, several steps down the road, you're already feeling good. Things are starting to turn around. You're going, man, I should have started this a long time ago. And that's exactly what happened to me. And, and don't be, like, I, I'll add to that just a little bit if you're cool with it. Yeah. Um, just don't be intimidated, right? Oh, the, the people yeah. that look like they got all their stuff together, maybe they do now, but at one point they sure didn't. And I can tell you, most likely, they don't have it together all the way now. Oh, yeah. Like, like they, like, everybody, and, and not to toot our own horns, but everybody looks at us like we're some kind of superhuman athletes now that we run these marathons, right? These ultra marathons. Oh, but far from it. Far no, from yeah, it. We're, we're normal guys that just, uh, I think Chad Wright says it. He, he said, we're, I'm an ordinary guy with an extraordinary will to, to do hard things or extraordinary uh, drive to be successful. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Um, just an ordinary guy, but whatever happens, I'm just going to, like you say, I'm just going to go at it. I'm just going to attack it. And if I got to adjust because it didn't work out quite right, I'm just going to adjust and keep attacking. Absolutely. You know? So, it's, you know, uh, there's a there's a lot of truth to that. You know, just 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 do it. Just go out there and, and get started and, and make your, make things happen for yourself. You know, that's a – you have to want to yourself. No one can want it for you. Yeah. You know, it starts right there. And I'd then just go. Just go, man. Don't be intimidated. Don't worry about people. I would go when I first started in the gym, dude. The buddy I was working out with, he's like, the dude could bench four or 45s on each side. <laughs> dude, I'm like, I can't even do 25s on each side when I'm first starting. And I'm like, dude, I'm embarrassed. He's like, shut up, keep lifting. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, one of these big old guys is coming over to me and he's like, a month into it, he's like, dude. Keep working. You're improving. I can see it. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah. All right. They're one of those big, scary guys that, that you think's judging you the whole time, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and then, you know, I don't – I look at those guys like, all right, I'm going to learn from that guy. I'm going to take some of the things he's doing, and I'm going to put it into my arsenal of things to get to get better and improve on. And that's how I look at it. So. Yeah, and I – I think that that I usually put this in there at the end of the videos, but uh, at the end of the end of the chats, episodes, whatever you call them. But I think, guys, that's an open invitation. If I can ever do anything for you, if oh, my dad can ever do anything for you, absolutely. whether you're in Central Texas, South Texas, uh, oh, yeah. or even afar, we're here. Reach out. We'd love to help you. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're and supposed to do that as people, you know. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. All right. The last question. This is one you've answered it a little bit, but I want to dive into it a little bit more. What is next in line for you? Whether it's physical fitness, whether it's getting ready for pursuing the gym, whatever it is, what's next in line for you? Man, I think it's a it's a it's a lot of that stuff. Um, I want to keep pursuing the gym. I'm gonna. I've got to acquire more equipment. i got some things I want to do as far as expansion on it and uh, developing that a little bit more to get some different uh, forms of equipment in there and uh, actually uh, have more people come out and get involved in uh, using the facility. Um, and, 
just keep on uh, keep on working that angle and uh, teaching them about you know eating clean and eating healthy and that kind of stuff. You know, that's kind of what I think is next in line as far as that goes. Uh, as far as like uh, like I, said, I hit on it a while ago, but uh, I want to run. I want to keep running. I want to see what's. I want to see what I can do. Um, 100-miler next year in the spring, I'd like to do a 200-miler. Absolutely. You know, I may look for something flatter than hilly. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> who knows? But uh, uh, And then I, who knows what I might get into. But, uh, yeah, I just want to I just want to see what I can do, what I can get into, and uh, keep playing music and enjoying that and having a blast doing that with some great people. And uh, just want to keep on – Keep on doing that and, and um, bringing that positive flow into everything involved in life. You know, family. Just, uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's where it's at. You know. Absolutely. No, I think that's the perfect, perfect answer. And I, you know, I I appreciate you for coming on the show. I appreciate you being the inspiration that you have for me. This new studio, these microphones, this setup, this podcast. Um, my entire transformation and everything I've been able to accomplish and, and this scene and trying to help other people quite literally wouldn't be possible without you. So thank you for everything. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the, uh, appreciate our, our relationship and how it's grown and how we're able to feed off of each other and motivate each other. And just, uh, it's, you don't know how much it means to me. So, uh, I appreciate that. uh, Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. That sounds good. Well, shoot, if y'all have any questions, you can reach out. I think uh, Billy Pitts on Facebook. I think Billy underscore Pitts on Instagram. I think that's right. Um, and then, of course, guys, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. That's at Next in Line Development. I can put you in touch with them as well. As uh, we got a pretty tight relationship. Yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, so, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, y'all be good. Yeah.